Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And our first segment today is Sports News. So, Anthony, you've probably heard that North and South Korea are. <laughs> oh, this isn't where I expected this to go. <laughs> are um, uh, trying to end the war with each other. Yes. That's not what the story is about. <laughs> okay. But it's relevant. All um, right. So, uh,. <laughs> The um, table tennis world championships okay. are currently happening. By the time our listeners are listening to this story, they may have already finished. But okay. at the time of this recording, they're not totally finished. They're currently happening, and in the um, there were uh, in a round of this tournament that happened recently, it ended up that the two teams in that round were North and South Korea, oh. and all of the players decided that they didn't want to play each other. And they decided they were going to like join their teams into one team and just like proceed to the next level as one team together. How symbolic. Um, so yeah, it was this like peaceful joining, like they didn't want to be, they didn't want to be competing anymore. And it was, um, okay. So I forgot to mention that this is, uh, reported by Reuters. I found this on Reuters.com. Um, so the two nations decided not to compete against each other in the quarterfinals of the tournament. Um, and the last time that a unified Korea team played in the World Table Tennis Championships was in 1991. Oh. oh. So it has happened before, but it's been a while. The 90s are so much longer ago than they feel. But yeah, that's a, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it actually it was, it has been a while. Um, and apparently before they made this decision, they informed like the other teams in the tournament and kind of got approval from everyone. Everyone was in support of it. And yeah. like, um, you know, because it kind of was like against the, like it was against the oh, yeah, rules no. of the tournament. <laughs> they just it's like something were like, that ha- we're ha- not going to play this a- game. We're just all going to advance. <laughs> like, so it's like something that happens at a Disney channel original movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not in yeah. a real tournament. <laughs> right. Right. So it was like that very like heartwarming thing that happened in real life. Um, but then sadly they went on to the semifinal game and they were playing Japan and they ended up losing, but everyone was still really happy. Oh, like yeah. it was just this, like, yeah, we're, we joined together and, um, and it was a nice thing that happened. So that is a nice thing that happened. Um, I thought that was fun. That is, that, that is good. <laughs> so, it's not <laughs> you, the first thing like, you, the, the first thing you expect said, after, uh, how I sports news at- is not North and South Korea, but Hey. It, that then that it's, ended up being a, a heartwarming tale. It's yeah, I thought it was heartwarming, and it's it's always interesting to me how, for some reason, sports and politics end up getting connected in weird ways. Yeah, I mean, it's just like having the Olympics in South Korea. Like there was a lot yeah. of po- politics around that, but like at yeah. the same time, it somehow manages to bring everyone together, which mm-hmm. is which is really cool. It is really cool. Yay! 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 So that was sports news. Sports news. All right. Um, so uh, my first story, uh, let's go ahead and call this one uh, Space News. Space News! <laughs> um, so the uh, this, I found this on Yahoo, 
I'm sure they weren't the original uh, source of that, but hey. Uh, the this story is about how scientists are saying that the death of our sun will be even creepier than we thought. Oh, great. And that will make sense. <laughs> that will make sense in a second. So uh, for those of you who don't know, our sun is four, four and a half billion years old. Um, and as a lot of us were taught in school, in about 10 billion years, the sun's core will lose massive amounts of hydrogen and helium and turn into a giant red, uh, red giant star. Or so we thought. But a new Ooh. study uh, published uh, this Monday in uh, the magazine or report place. <laughs> the, a place it's a place where, where they put reports reported. Um, in uh, it's called nature astronomy uh, I'm sure somebody knows what that actually is uh, <laughs> they're saying that it won't turn into a red giant it will become a ghostly ring of expanding gas known as a planetary nebula so instead I of like I don't know what that is uh, well don't worry uh, so when a star dies it actually ejects a mass of gas and dust uh, which is known as its envelope out into space. Okay. And uh, this is a quote from, oh boy, Professor Albert. Try your best. Zildjstra? It's Z-I-J-L-S-T-R-A. So from the University of Manchester, which I do know how to pronounce, he was explaining the envelope can be as much as half of the star's mass, this reveals the star's core, which by this point in the star's life is running out of fuel, eventually turning off and finally dying. So the, the core is not visible at this point to us because it's dead. But mm-hmm. there's like this expanding uh, like ring around where the star was that's called a planetary nebula. Hmm. So And it just looks like a big ghostly hole. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the reason that we didn't think this would happen before is because scientists had assumed that our sun wasn't massive enough to form one of these things, but the team behind the study actually showed it's possible. So when our sun goes bye-bye, it could leave behind a ghost. Oh, so uh, really quick, when you say massive, you mean Uh, a measurement of the mass of of the sun, right? Substance, not not large, just big. Just for our listeners, I just want to clarify (laughs) because that's come up before. Yes, that is. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's a common point of clarification in In, space space news. news. (laughs) (laughs) Massive massive means quantity of matter as opposed to just Just size. Yeah, no. (laughs) Suns, our sun, it turns out, has enough mass that this could potentially happen. So, so, Though it's just according to one study, so for all we know, it could still become a red I, giant. But I've never heard, I haven't heard that before. Like, I just thought that, that they always become red giants or black holes. Yeah, I just like the right? idea of a ghost Wait, do stars star. become black holes? I think so. Is that how a black hole? It's like an imploding I so. star, I think. If it's like I've, a really massive, I don't star, know, I didn't do research I on think. this. Yeah. Don't add us Neil deGrasse don't, Tyson. Don't add, <laughs> don't add us Neil deGrasse Tyson. Or do. Or, or to, actually do or add actually us Neil totally deGrasse do. Tyson. Um, at Knickknack News <laughs> on Twitter. Um, yeah, for some reason I thought that was also like something that could happen with the, when a star was like collapsing. Yeah. But I don't I actually know. Yeah. But I've never heard of this. Yeah. So I guess now, now there's a few different options. but uh, So it could still be the red giant thing, but this is also apparently a possibility. Ghost star. Ghost star. And that's space news. 
I just want to know like what that looks like. They had like, life. they had like an illustration of what it kind of looks like, but it's not the same. No. And I don't, one, and, and I don't never think will. you'll ever see one. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not our son. Well, hopefully not. Well, hopefully. <laughs> Unless we're off by anyway. 10 billion years on our guesstimate. Anyway. Space anyway. News. Space news. Okay. Our next segment is, <laughs> I'm laughing because you'll find out. Um, <laughs> it's food news. Food news. Um, but this story, uh, weirdly also has some political <laughs> connections to it. So North and South Korea again, it's not North and South Korea. Okay. Um, instead this time it's Japan and Israel. Okay. Which you're like, that's random. Yeah. Um, that's not usually a pairing so you hear of. I found <laughs> this story that this is, uh, reported by the Washington post and some other sources as well, but I, I'm just basically reading from the Washington post version of it. <laughs> And um, I'm sorry. The the headline is Netanyahu puts wrong foot forward by serving Japan's Abe dessert in a shoe. Oh, I saw something about this. Um, So basically what happened is the uh, Japanese prime minister and his wife were were visiting Israel, like as part of just like a diplomatic visit. Mm -hmm. And they were invited to this fancy dinner at um, the prime minister of Israel Netanyahu's home. Um, and they were served by this celebrity chef who does all sorts of like creative, I don't know, artistic things with food. Uh-huh. And apparently he decided to design the dessert to be like these chocolates that came in a, like a metal shoe as their like serving dish. Okay. And the, the reason this is a big deal is because in Japan, shoes are like, seen as a very like culturally like dirty thing like you like that's you why remove you, them you remove them before you and, yeah. yeah and so they were like shoes on a table like they were like being served <laughs> food, food out in of a, a shoe, shoe in a table. shoe on the table and it was this very like offensive in like a japanese culture and so it, it was just this like and <laughs> i like having pictures but this is a picture of them at the dinner where it's like there's just like it looks like there's just shoes just on the table <laughs> Um, well, I mean, everyone looks like, yeah, they, they're, they they're look smiling, like they're, so they're not, right. they're not I, I like, think, uh, too, too upset, but yeah, it is kind of a, um, it's kind of a weird choice, even like if it wasn't a cultural thing, like that's just kind of strange. Yeah. It, it, it would be weird anyway, but then on top of that, it's like a cultural, <laughs> no, it, no, it was really <laughs> offensive actually. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, why did you do this? And then, um. They, uh, there was an article in the, in a Japanese newspaper that quoted an Israeli, um, official that was familiar with Japanese culture. And the quote is, there is nothing lowlier than a shoe in Japanese culture. Not only do they not wear shoes at home, you also won't find shoes in their offices. This is disrespect of the first order. It's like, cause they basically yeah. like, serve them a sh- food in a shoe. And it was, it's making all these like headlines of like, <laughs> you probably should have thought about this. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that. Known kind of more like, about culture, but their culture before you like did a weird thing like, like that. Oh, here's a picture of that the dessert. Yeah, I, I, that's the picture I saw. <laughs> yeah. It's very strange. And like it's it, not. It, it's not a real shoe. It's a metal shoe, but it looks real. Right, and it it doesn't. It's not like it doesn't. 
I don't, I don't, I'm not a food person, but it doesn't add anything. I don't really get it. Like, I feel like I am a food person. And it's like, if I went to a restaurant and got this, I'd be like, this is really strange. Like, what's it's your not reasoning? Like, oh, like it's, why? It's pretty. Why it's not pretty at all. It's right. just like. <laughs> why chocolates in a shoe? It's just chocolates in a napkin in a shoe. It's. Yeah. It's pretty strange. Let's just put them on a plate. So. Yeah. Anyway. That's. That was a little weird. That is very strange. And I like <laughs> it. I like how strange it is, but I also. Like, don't understand. <laughs> yeah, just, like, just decisions were made. Yeah. So just for all our listeners out there, if you're yeah. ever if you're ever hosting uh, some kind of diplomatic party, make sure you research you the, might wanna, the, the culture yeah. of the people you're hosting so as to just, not offend them. Yeah, it's a real thing. You just have to be, be aware of yeah. different cultures. Yeah. Because, yeah. Ugh, that is. Yeah. Anyway, pretty bizarre. Pretty bizarre. But. I thought it was amusing. So that was food news. <laughs> food news. All right. Uh, to make everyone lose their appetite after food news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm not quite sure what to call this one. So I'm just going to uh, I'm gonna put it under the uh, spectrum of health news. All right. Uh, this, according to the website AJC, army doctors grow new ear on soldier's forearm for transplant. What? You heard that right. So plastic surgeons used cartilage from the soldier to build a new ear after she lost her old one in a car accident. Um, They harvested this cartilage from her ribs, uh, carved a new ear, and then placed it in the skin of her forearm for it to, to, to grow. Which is apparently a thing we can do now. I I, I wish the listeners could see my face. <laughs> I wish they could too, because it, it is it is a combination of shock and horror and also confusion, curio- confusion and, <laughs> and curiosity. curiosity all mixed um, into one facial expression. The technique is cool because it it actually allows the ear to form new blood vessels, so she'll actually have like a, she'll be able to feel it like a real ear. And she's already actually regained her sense of hearing since the accident. Whoa. Um, but this is uh, plastic surgeons at the William Beaumont Army Medical Center in El Paso, Texas. Uh, the surgery is performed on private Shamika Barrage. Um, she still has, I think, two procedures left to go. But like so far, it's all been very successful. They've been able to grow an ear. There was a picture included with the article. I'm not showing it to you because <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to see. I kind of wish I hadn't seen it. It was very. It's. It Is was an picture... ear growing on an arm. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, like I said, she'll be able. She's not only able to hear, but she's actually gonna be able to feel it. So it'll be just like they're reattaching like, essentially a real ear that she had totally lost um. in a car accident. I changed my mind. Do you have a photo of um, it? I'll, yeah, I can go ahead. And I kind of want to see it. I'm too curious to pass up this opportunity to see what that is. Because I've never heard of that. Okay, just last warning. It's kind of weird. Okay, I'm ready. I've mentally prepared myself. Okay, that's less weird okay, yeah, than it's, I thought it's it would be. under the skin where they're growing it. Oh. Um, But yeah, it's... So they like put the cartilage under the skin and then it like grows 
as part of. How does it? I don't know, know. to grow into the, the shape only, of the ear. That's the only thing I wish the article had gone into more detail on is like how does this work? Okay, that is so fascinating. Unfortunately, (laughs) that part was a little limited. But yeah, so apparently that's something we're able to do, is grow ears. They're growing... (laughs) Does the ear count as an organ? What's the ear? I mean, I guess technically it it would count as an organ, right? And it has like the three little... I don't know. Well, your skin is an organ. Yeah. And like they sculpted it out of the cartilage. So it's like her own tissue, but they like made an ear out of that. And then now it's growing skin. Because, like, could you do that with other parts of your body? That's where I'm going with this. Like, could I mean, you grow, like, like, let's say you lost. I have a. I, this is really extreme, but like, let's say that you don't. You lost your hand or something. Well, that would require bone. I think that's where the. Oh. And then the ear is the ear is just cartilage. Um, okay. And then there's like the three tiny bones that like are responsible for hearing, but those must have been like farther in or something. And this yeah. is just the cosmetic. The outside, outside part. part of it. Like I know. I actually had what's called a gum graft um, where they take some tissue from the roof of your mouth and use it to make like new gums oh, really? you, essentially because one of mine was receding. Um, so that's a thing we can do, but that's obviously a much simpler case where it's just like taking some very similar tissue yeah. and putting it in a new place. But um, so yeah, we are able to do that with certain parts of the body, but this actually, this, almost like required a level of artistry to like sculpt a realistic like, looking ear out sculpted of it. cartilage, which the more I think about it, the more grossed out I get, but still <laughs> it's really, it's really it's so fascinating. <laughs> I, I, you know, being someone that is interested in medical topics right. in general, I just, I'm medical stuff. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm very fascinated by this because I've just never heard of someone doing a pers- like that type of, right procedure so no i thought that was super cool that's really cool (laughs) yeah that's really cool that was health news Woo! okay my next story is science news um okay I'm, i'm just gonna get right into it this is from cbs news utah family discovers ancient horse skeleton in backyard I'm basically just reading from the article at this point, but sure. a family in Utah working on a landscaping project ended up finding the bones of an ancient horse, according to CBS Denver. Um, so they were digging in their backyard and they found bones and there was a skeleton and it was a horse. And then they contacted an expert paleontologist named Rick Hunter, who works at the Museum of Ancient Life in Lehi, Utah. I don't know how to pronounce that city, but Lehi. I have no idea. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that <laughs> wrong. Um, so they contacted this guy who helped them identify the bones, and he identified it as a horse from the Ice Age. And he said it's probably around 16,000 years old. Wow. The skeleton. Is it? Um, this, I might be skipping ahead, but is it? was it just like bone, or was it fossilized, or...? Uh, this doesn't say, but I'm, I'm assuming it's fossilized. It's gotta be fossilized. Yeah, for, that for it to age. have last, yeah. ha- lasted that long, it must have been fossilized. Right. But it was the whole skeleton except for the skull. Oh. Um. Wow. Yeah. So that's pretty rare to find that much of a right. Of a creature. And, and they don't really know how it got to that spot, but it's it's like an ice age. Huh. Shetland pony it says so. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so it's in a museum now, but it's just kind of that's really cool. Cool. It's like a rare, really rare find that like this family was just like doing some landscaping and they just found like a. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Like You're just skeleton. like like planting some tulips in the backyard. It's like, oh, what's the oh oh? It's like there's a whole skull underneath oh. this bed of flowers. <laughs> Oh look, oh, look, oh, it's an ancient, ho- oh, an ancient, entire ancient horse. And just like, you pull out yeah. the skull and the entire thing comes with <laughs> They're it. They're all connected. I it just, yeah, comes just out. it's, yeah. <laughs> it's well, like, oh, there's, I've a, there's always a, a bone that, like, horse. <laughs> that would be so cool to find like a dinosaur bone or a dinosaur Yeah, the closest I ever came is like, but... I found like the tiniest little, like, it was a spine fossil. Oh. Would, but I found like a rock that had like a very tiny little spine that's cool like fossil in it which was it was neat but that's that's my grand discovery it wasn't all it wasn't a whole horse yeah. <laughs> i'm yeah, not jealous was, or anything when i was little i used to find rocks that were like triangle shaped and be like oh, is it an arrowhead <laughs> like when i was really little like yeah. little and then you know none of them actually were but, right. <laughs> <laughs> but i would always be like oh is this an arrowhead like <laughs> Because, you know, I lived in Ohio and we would, in school, we learned about, you know, people find arrowheads in Ohio yeah. because there were Native Americans, Native Americans here. here that made them. So anyway. Yeah. So that was so cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Science news. Science news. All right. Uh, so my last story is, uh, is an update on a, on an ongoing uh, an ongoing situation that we oh. that we've talked about before. Me and Alex have talked about before. Uh, Washington, the Washington Post reports the E. coli tainted romaine lettuce outbreak has spread to 29 <laughs> states, sickening 149 oh, people. Oh no! The E. coli outbreak. <laughs> so we've talked about this. Uh, uh, we've talked about this before. The uh, so E. coli tainted romaine lettuce. Um, that uh, has uh, federal investigators are actually having a really hard time tracking down exactly where it came from. Uh, they had the one farm in Yuma, Arizona, um, that they were able to trap it, track one case, like one of the cases or several of the cases too. Um, and they suspect that the romaine is all coming from that area because it's like the main place this time of year where leafy greens are grown. Okay. Um, but they're actually they're having a really hard time finding it. So the CDC is still saying like, don't eat any lettuce that comes from that area, just like because they found it in like what restaurants the, and what area? Uh, Yuma, Arizona. It's in like that southeast okay. area of the or southwest area of the United States. Okay. Um. So anyway, this the food poisoning outbreak has spread to 29 states and sickened 149 people. Uh, this is an increase of 28 people in four states from the last time they reported on it on May 2nd. Um. New to the new to the crowd are that's a weird, <laughs> that's a weird crowd. thing. <laughs> new to the team, uh, Florida, Minnesota, North Dakota, and Texas. Um, so this is actually this is the worst uh, E. coli outbreak since 2006, when it was found in baby spinach, in which 205 people became ill and five died. Um, so mm-hmm. far this time, um, we have information on 129 of the people. Uh, of those, about half have been hospitalized, 17 have developed severe kidney failure, and one person in California has passed. Oh, no. So uh, they also pointed out for some reason that 65% of the sick people are women. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Huh. Maybe women, women are more, eat more salads. Women eat more salads. <laughs> That's a weird generalization. That's it's ex- a really it's weird. It's the same place my but, brain went. But I, I don't 
think, I don't believe that. I just, right. that's just the first thing that my mind came up with as to like when you said that, but yeah. So I don't know. Uh, California has the most cases so far with 30 followed by Pennsylvania with 20 and Idaho with 11. Um, and I remember the last time we talked about this, Ohio is one of the affected regions, but okay. Okay. We're not in the, the top, the top three sounds weird. Cause it, it sounds like a competition yeah, for the most not. people getting sick, which it is not. Um, we're not but, in the top most affected. Yeah. The most, uh, the or, most affected area. Okay. Um, so yeah, just be careful with your romaine. Wow. Uh, which is, I think the, that's the one that they use in Caesar salad, right? Romaine and other salads Sounds, too, but I think that's the one that's I like, think so. that's like canonically Caesar salad. Probably. I, I don't know for sure, but it sounds uh, right. Just be careful. Don't get E. coli. I try not to, I guess. Are the I symptoms mean, of E. coli poisoning um, just like your general food poisoning? There were details on this. Let me pull that up. I'm just um, wondering. I guess. So it produces a toxin that causes vomiting, diarrhea, and other potentially severe symptoms, including kidney failure, which, like I mentioned, 17 people wow. have uh, been diagnosed with that. So that's kind of a bummer to, to talk about. Um, but it's important information, it's important information for people to for know. everyone to know. <laughs> yeah. So, like, stay away from... <laughs> From, well, romaine lettuce, but especially E. coli tainted romaine (laughs) lettuce. (laughs) As we say every week. (laughs) As we say every night, Anthony, stay away from E. coli tainted lettuce. I don't know. That's right, Alex. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot what's next. Breaking news? Breaking news. Breaking news. And go. Should I go? Yeah. Okay. Um, I found a story from the Tico Times out of Costa Rica. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the headline is Legislative Assembly President Bikes to Costa Rica's Inauguration Ceremony. Um, so just quick background of just, I happen to know this, that Costa Rica is one of the world leaders in terms of countries that are reducing carbon emissions. Okay. Like their country is very committed to just like um, having sustainable practices in like their buildings and they're just different ways that they do everything. Like they have this whole plan that by, Oh, what was it? Origin. I don't, I haven't, I haven't checked this recently, but at some point they had a plan that like by 2021, they didn't want, they wanted to be, they wanted to like reduce their carbon emissions down to like almost nothing basically or something. It's like hmm. the equalizing of like how much they, yeah produce versus how much they're helping the atmosphere. This is, I'm not explaining this very well (laughs) at all, but anyway, they, they are very like, um, environment aware there. Yeah. So anyway, apparently the new legislative assembly had an inauguration ceremony and they all biked there. So there was this whole, like, um, instead of having like a line of like Like government cars, like a motorcade situation, they were all biked and, the pre, uh, one of someone, I don't know. There's a couple of pe- people in this article that are called the president. So I don't know what, who is <laughs> what here, but someone rode in a hydrogen fueled bus to the ceremony and everyone else was On biking bikes. there. 
instead of That's having so a cool. vehicle motorcade. So that was cool. And yeah. Yay. <laughs> so <laughs> Costa Rica. it's just like an example of like the government is kind of, it seems that they're committed to kind of like spreading that message of like, Hey, we can right. it definitely, bike yeah. around and we don't always have to use cars. For no, it definitely, you know? it definitely makes them like look like they're actually committing to the things that they're saying. They're practicing what they're preaching. Mm-hmm. That's right. The phrase right. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I was trying to say. Too. <laughs> it didn't explain super well, but yeah, that was, that was neat. That's so really I just cool. found that. Okay. Um, I found, um, this was on Fox news, massive chocolate spill shuts highway after tanker truck crash. <laughs> so like, this is what the, type of chocolate? <laughs> so it's a, a Polish highway was shut down today when the tanker truck full of liquid chocolate, it was liquid chocolate, liquid chocolate <laughs> crashed and spilled its contents across the roads. <laughs> The highway, the cleanup efforts were being hampered because the chocolate was cooling and solidifying on the surface of the road. So they were accidentally making a chocolate road. (laughs) Um, Crews needed to ship in hot water to melt the chocolate and wash it away. (laughs) (laughs) So when you first read the headline, I, in my mind, thought it was liquid chocolate. And then I was like, nah, it probably wasn't liquid chocolate. No, it was like... (laughs) <laughs> you know, chocolates or something that's spilled. And it was no, actually, it's liquid, actually chocolate. liquid chocolate. So it just looks like mud in the pictures, but uh, there wow. was little traffic and nobody was hurt. So, well, that's good. Oh, never mind. The driver would, had a broken arm, but nobody else oh, was no. hurt. Nobody else was hurt. Oh, that okay. was the word I missed. <laughs> yeah, chocolate. Wow. Yeah, it just looks like it looks mud. like mud, but it's chocolate. So, oops. Don't. Yeah, what would that be like trying to drive over chocolate that's been hardened on the uh, road? I do I do not know. I, <laughs> the first comment on the story was, come on, peanut butter truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was breaking news. That was breaking news. Yay. And that was knickknack news. <laughs> Woo! We did it. We did it. So thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, and thank you. we'll be back next week with more random stories yeah, that we with find. More, with more random stories about sports and health and Space. E. coli. <laughs> And growing ears, and, and gr- who knows? <laughs> who knows what it'll be? It could be anything. We don't even know. We, we don't even know. Because there's new news every day. New news happens every day. New news happens every day. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.